All right. Welcome, everyone, to the first episode of VCO Send It, Arjuna versus Lewis, or Right versus Wrong. We'll find out who's right, who's wrong. Ooh. First topic for us today, though, Lewis, is uh, best sim racing team. Now, there are many good options here, but we've got a couple, and we're going to argue their merits. Who are you saying is the best sim racing team of all time? Well, I mean, I'm going for, for Team Redline. Uh, you know, we've, we've kind of discussed about how there are so many, like you said, good choices for sim racing teams when you uh, consider the likes of RHG, Williams, BS, Red Bull, the ones that are good over multiple platforms, the ones that are good on singular platforms or you know, more so focused on, on one or, or, or maybe two platforms, Apex, Unicorns of Love, teams like that. But for me, we, we kind of feel that it comes down really to just two. So by that, you can tell who I'm going to go for. Coanda Simsport, Redline's main competition on iRacing in, in the recent past. Um, relatively newer team, although, of course, I'd argue that Redline, a lot of their iRacing members, stolen from Pure Racing Team, uh, have joined recently. Don't have as much history, but uh, we'll, we'll work through this. Let's talk, I guess, then first about the present before we talk about the past, because I think the present is important, Lewis. Coanda Simsport, they may not have been outside of iRacing for very long, but they've shown that when they show up to compete, they are able to win. The official work team of the Porsche um, brand, and guess what? The first time they ran that moniker, they won the Virtual Le Mans in 2020. But then if we look to the more recent uh, past with the Le Mans Virtual Series and take a, a closer look at that, uh, Team Redline in the LMP category won four, uh, of the races in the GTE category, they won three of the races, and there was was only just five races, and this was all through tactical prowess, through uh, you know just relentless consistency that we know comes from Team Redline. Their ambition knows no bounds. That's true, but I'll go to the wheelhouse of Coanda then, which is of course iRacing. You look at their history of world champions. It goes back to the iRacing Grand Prix World Championship Series. Then it goes to the Porsche Esports Super Cup, where Rogers is the only multi-time champion. And most recently, they've shown that they're not just a road racing team. They can do oval as well. Keegan Leahy winning the eNASCAR Coca-Cola iRacing Series. I, 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 you know, I'm not, I'm not going to fight you on this way. If, if we were talking specifically of iRacing, then I would be more in the the backing of Coanda being the the top dog. They are one of the strongest teams in sim racing, and they are absolutely fantastic on the iRacing platform. But we're talking about the best team in sim racing across all of the platforms, and for that, Redline have uh, a hold in almost every simulator, either very close to the top i.e like on iRacing where they are literally there or thereabouts with you know commander and uh, beating them in in various other uh, championships like the porsche esports uh, super cup you know we're currently leading that at the moment although that's dating the articles so fair enough tick um when you when you compare to them to their competitions taking part obviously in the mon virtual in the adac gt masters championship over on race room in various things on acc like the sro esports stuff when you compare them running in vco winning erwc uh, winning uh, rounds in erl as well they just have everything across all platforms but you know, the, the thing to point out here is the fact that for so long, Kawanda have been so focused. And the reason Redline have been able to split their attention is because they've got drivers that specialize in each of the categories. Yes, we are seeing in the Esports Racing League and the Esports Racing World Cup powered by VCO that the drivers are adaptable, but we don't have the true 
metric to compare with Koanda, because unfortunately, Koanda has not been there. What I'll say, though, is when you look at Rogers, for example, crossing over, quick in our factor two, quick as well, in a set of course of competizione, where we can compare him in SRO Esports with Kevin Siggy. I, I get where you're coming from, 100%. Like I've I've been in the the, the, the Josh Rogers camp of thinking about how he is uh, one of the greatest sim racing drivers. That that is undeniable. Uh, that he is right up there. The problem is, is that when you actually take a, a bit of a deep dive into some of those championship competitions. Now, of course, being a very busy man. The SRO Esports, uh, both of the, the the European Endurance and the European Sprint, weren't completed by Coanda. Now, you can kind of see that from from certain aspects of maybe it's the I we're not competing for the championship anymore, and we've got other things to focus on. So we'll take a step back. But the way I see it is they're going, we're not really winning on ACC right now, so we're gonna sort of refocus elsewhere. When you compare that to Redline, where they're like, well, we're not winning on ACC. So we're going to start winning on ACC. You know, that's the mentality difference. Fair enough. Okay, I'll then take it out of competition because I think competition is just one part of what makes a sim racing team so good, right? It's developing youngsters as well. It's the facilities that you've got outside of of just the, the, the drivers in their rigs at home. Redline's working on their facility, yes, and I yes. know that's going to be great when it becomes a thing. But you look at what Kawanda built first with the team house and now with their esports racing facility and the promise that it holds, not just for them, but the wider sim racing as well. That esports facility is so big. You can imagine them doing a lot of big things with it. Now, that is 100% a point for the Kawanda camp. I do not doubt that at all. They are leading the way uh, as to what an esports facility for a team should look like. And, yeah, we're seeing other teams going down that path as well. Redline uh, uh, being in that that sort of group and, and following. But to be fair... You know, we, we don't know what's in the future. Obviously, we can only focus on the now. But Redline's facility coming up on the up, fair enough. Well, I, we'll see. And we'll see. And I, th- I don't really have an answer for that I, one. Well, I know, because, and I don't have an answer for some of the other points before. So I'm glad <laughs> that at least I got one thing. But now going to the future of the teams as well. Right? We're looking in the past, but I think the sign of greatness when it comes to teams in real sports, football, for example, with academies versus uh, even motorsports with young driver you know and their programs there i think kawanda have a leg up there with their kawanda junior program now we're coming off the back of the 12 hours of sebring on iRacing where the kawanda juniors didn't have such a good run but they've already had one driver go from a kawanda junior to a porsche esports super cup competitor i think redline in the past Yes, they brought people into their fold. For example, when they took a lot of the iRacing drivers from the pure racing team as it was back then, and those drivers, Beneke, Vecchio, etc., etc., have done great things. But being able to develop the next generation of talent is something that Redline hasn't been able to do. Kawanda's still trying to figure it out. Don't get me wrong. I'm not saying they've got the algorithm figured out just yet, but it's something they're working on. Yeah, see, there's no easy formula. And unfortunately, uh, because of that, there is a price to pay. Is that the Coanda name is sometimes assigned to drivers where they maybe aren't as strong as the rest of the Coanda contingent. Now, when you compare that over to Redline and you look at the large variety of drivers they have, Redline have a lot of drivers and almost all of them are 
in that same bracket of, of pace and ability. Now, yes, this does come from essentially skipping the academy and, and not really requiring it. It's still, you know, the proof that they have the drivers to, to really fight and, and compete across the uh, across a very, very large number, which I think Koana don't really have that amount of competitive drivers, if you, uh, if you get where I'm coming from. They've got a lot of really good drivers there. Well, I mean, kind of, but at the same time, you take out the likes of Rogers, De Jong, uh, Backham, Oscar from the Porsche Esports Super Cup. Koanda's still got so many good names that are... But they're not leading it. They're not leading it right now. Pinto is leading it, but you then have more Koanda drivers behind than you have Redline drivers, at least in the top 10 or so. So, I know what you mean, but I also think that Koanda's iRacing roster is so big that you can take out four and still find four more super talented individuals. I think the reality is, though, Lewis, they are the reason why we're talking about those two is because they are leaps and bounds above most teams here in sim racing. So we can argue as much as we want, but no matter which one you think is the best, it's good that we have this rivalry between the two of them because they're the ones pushing each other to do even better. I've got one final point. Team Redline have a former uh, Formula One world champion. That's a good point. Boom. It's, I think that, that that's that then. It's hard to come back from that one, isn't it? <laughs> Very much so. I don't know. I'm I'm not convinced. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. I don't have a change of opinion. I don't think I was there. I don't think I have a change of opinion either, though, because I love Max, and I think Max shows as well why the blurring between sim and and, and reality is so important. But at the same time. He's not, you know, someone that's competing regularly and spurring on the generation. Now, I know he's very, very involved behind the scenes. Even uh, back-to-back weeks in F1, he's he's racing on a controller, uh, some Mazda MX-5 fun, and, and going quickly. But, uh, yeah, I, I guess we're going to have to agree to disagree, which I guess is the point of this entire segment. Yeah, we're trying to give everyone the uh, the idea as to where, where we're coming from in this. But I know... 100% that we are probably never going to agree on any of the topics we bring up. And this was quite something a bit new, but you get to understand our thought processes and stuff of, of how we get to, uh, to to reasons why. I'm sure some of them will be a lot more heated in the debate department. Oh, you know I'm coming for you when it comes to best track in the world. If you've enjoyed, yeah, if you've enjoyed this first edition of Arjuna versus Lewis, right versus wrong, uh, let us know what you want us to be debating next time. I think there's going to be a heated discussion at some point about Norschleifer versus Bathurst, what's the best track in the world, but at least for now, hope you enjoyed it, and we'll see you next time on VCO Send It.